Everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast. We are covering Love Island Season 7, Episode 21, Chris. And we start off with the cliff conclusion to the cliffhanger from yesterday. And what do you reckon to how that all panned out? Well... When we realised that it was the guys voting one of the girls off and vice versa, I knew that Lucinda wasn't going. So my mystic reality radar was all over the place, Dave, as usual. Really? <laughs> shocker. Really? That annoys me so much. That really? Oh, my God. But Aaron was always going to pursue it. So it, everything pointed towards AJ, Dave. And I'm not, I wasn't shocked then. As soon as we knew, I thought the whole group as a collective was going to do it but the way they split it it was almost manipulation anyway by the producers because they know which way it was going to go that AJ was going to go and obviously we got Danny Boy going but that was the right call anyway well I'm just I'm still disappointed that they got rid of Danny that way he should have just been booted out full stop so I was uh, so apparently Ofcom received over 1,500 complaints about him and and that he should be on the show. So I don't know. I I, I feel like they've taken a really easy way out by just saying, oh, yeah, he's he's gone through the boat. Um, Should have just been booted off, just like Sharif. It's double standards. Yeah, and Sharif actually said that, one of the previous contestants. He said his was a bit of banter, obviously went too far. We didn't see it, so obviously we've only got his side and the context of it. We've never seen that, but... Uh, he, and this guy gets to stay in for putting racist stuff on. And, and I think, to be honest, I think he's got a point, Dave. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they, it reminds me. I tell you what it reminds me. I'm sorry it's got to crush you. Yeah. The Bachelorette. Uh, the Bachelor with Matt. And that Rachel, who obviously was the girly picked. Yeah, yeah. And all this stuff come out that she'd done all this, uh, been to these parties and there was there was racist overtones to it all. And she should have been pulled up. And we all know what happened with Chris Harrison defending him. But it was almost at that level of, well, actually... It's, it's because of this and they're trying to justify it. So I, I agree. Mm. It, it wasn't right. And you should have gone from the get-go, to be honest. Yeah. And to, I mean, I'm, I'm just glad he's gone now. I can get back focused on the, you know, on just enjoying the drama in the villa. I, it wasn't really, it, they didn't drag it out at all, did they? There wasn't really no. that much of a conversation. I thought it would be Danny and AJ. I did think Lucinda was at risk. But obviously, Aaron is going to be quite vocal and wanting to keep Lucinda there. Um, and yeah, basically, the last two in are the first ones out. But they don't really get that much re- much respite, do they, before the new guys come in? But before that, Chris, what do you think to how Chloe reacted to being in the bottom three again? Um what was interesting, she pulled Toby, didn't she? And when he was he was going on about it, saying we're the least incompatible couple, and she made complete sense and said, Well, don't you, you think it's because of the way that we've treated Kaz that we are going to be unpopular? But then completely forgot that, Dave, and just was like, Oh, we're in the but and I'd written down, like, well, even if on TV you look like the least incompatible, it's more a popularity thing. They don't like you two as a couple because of what mm. you did to Kaz. And also, you know how you feel with that person. 
surely that makes more sense. And that, for me, weeded her out as showing that basically her and Toby will be over before the end of the fucking Jet 2 plane touches down in bloody London or Manchester, wherever, when they get back. They're, they're not a couple. And and obviously, we told Toby as well what he did tonight again. <laughs> he won't be a couple, Dave. But yeah, I thought he was a bit of a double standard from Chloe. And if we're sticking on Chloe, I love the fact that she was getting annoyed that Toby was talking to Abigail, one of the new girls, because I'm like, hello, didn't you McFly? Didn't you fucking do that to Kaz? What are you getting? And then she's got the girls all fawning around. I'm like, well, you did that. You've done that. Why are you now? It just makes me piss the double standard. Go on. It's, no, it's just brilliant, isn't it? I love it. I love it, Chris, because <laughs> we say all the time, don't we, that everyone forgives themselves very quickly for their actions and they're just kind of like, okay, for whatever reason, but then they hold everyone else to a different higher standard, you know, and if they should do the same thing that they've done themselves, well, that's just terrible, isn't it? But yeah, I thought, look, I gave Chloe a bit of credit when they got, you know, in the most or the least compatible couple. And she's saying, well, of course, of course we're here, you know, get over yourself. She didn't just nonchalantly brush it off. She called Toby out for being fake as fuck were her yeah. exact words. So yeah. she proper like tore fucking strips off him. And then, so when she say like, oh God, you know, most incompatible. And now, you know, in the bottom three, least favorite. It's like, oh, so you do care then? And and it, it was, it. I'd given her a bit of credit initially for that first vote. But then she's just done exactly what Toby did and she tore fucking strips off him. Yeah. The only difference was she didn't utter that to Toby. I, I can't remember who she was talking to, but it was like, You've just done exactly what Toby's done. And, um, but you know, Chris, I think my uh, uh, phrase for this season is a curse on all their houses because Toby doesn't fucking cover himself in glory either. I mean, it seems like, you know, he didn't even talk to her uh, in the evening. And she pulls him up on it because, you know, he he ends up talking to Abigail, uh, clone of AJ. Uh, it seems to be, but, um, so, so she doesn't like that. And again, Toby's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm with Chloe, but you know, we've discussed that if someone else walks in, I'll get to know them kind of thing. I'm like, well, it must've happened off camera, I guess, you know, because <laughs> I'm, <not sure, laughs> I'm not sure Chloe's got that same perspective, but when Chloe pulls Toby for that chat and she's trying to like, she's basically saying, I, I might, I'm going to have to watch this bit again, Chris. I, I'd rarely go back, but I enjoyed this bit so much. It's basically saying, look, I am a bit annoyed. And then like a couple of minutes in, he says like, look, I, I feel like you're a bit annoyed. <laughs> like He's just picking up on some vibes or something. No, Toby. She literally said the words that she's fucked off. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. I'll tell you what was brilliant though. When she was sat there like at a face, like a pan of piss when, when he was, she walks off and she went, oh, great. And she's got the fucking cup in her hand, the Love Island cup. And they're like, are you okay? <laughs> yes, I am. And she is not okay. She is not. And what I loved is when she was sort of throwing strips off Toby, when Toby went, well, I'm semi-annoyed. 
I mean, obviously, most <laughs> men know what a semi is, Dave. I'm like, are you half annoyed? Are you still, what's the score? And they had that dead awkward hug. And all the girls like, oh my God, it's over. And she's crying. That's when I was like, Chloe, you've not got a fucking leg to stand on. I think Hugo is a dick and he's completely oblivious to his surroundings, Dave. And he's going to jump ship if Abigail really is into him. He will jump ship all day long. But just to watch it as a spectacle, it was brilliant. Yeah. But I, I couldn't understand again what Toby was doing because I don't know why she did it, but she was giving him a bit of an out. She was like, look, I'm really annoyed. You know, you didn't come and speak to me, but maybe that's just you. Maybe it's your age and you haven't been in a relationship before or what have you. She was giving him an excuse. And he's like, well, I, I don't like that. I don't don't accept that. It's like, look, Toby, just take it. Because the other alternative is you're just a massive dick. <laughs> you know? So take the fact that you're young and get over it. Um, yeah, I agree. He, he chose not to do that. He chose to get pissed off. Uh, he's out. And so, yeah, they they are definitely rocking, aren't they? And not in a good way. No, no, they're not. And, and I think as well, though, Dave, like, <sighs> I'm going to do this because we got a wonderful voicemail, didn't we, from Joe Russell, Dave, our, one of our newest <laughs> patients, one of our good friends. Um, she did say she would follow us around as the day, which is to say we do, sh- I do shopping as she's, <laughs> so she's like, loves the podcast. So thank you, Joe, for the kind words. But she tore strips off me and you, Dave, didn't she? Absolutely tore strips. I mean, I think mainly you, Dave, more than me. I'll just take the flat. No, but, no, she did. It was a great, a great voicemail, but it's, I've got to go in on Hugo, Dave, because are you fucking interested in him cracking on with the worst fucking chat? He's bullshit. Oh, grafting that he says and all that. And then what made me laugh, Dave? He leans back like he's fucking Dirk Diggler and he's got his arms. And I'm actually doing what he was doing. I've got my arms behind me. And then he went, well, the thing is, I've got options. I'm a player. And I went, mate, the only thing you've played with is your fucking self. You're not a player. You've not done anything to justify that. And he was so cocksure of himself. Like, Hugo, you're going to talk yourself out of this girl, Georgia, who I do think she's watched the show. She knows who to go for. Dave, she wants an Italian blonde surfer. And then Hugo, and I'm like, obviously, yeah. he needs your eyes tested, love. <laughs> savers not Which, sponsor this show, but fuck me, they need to. Which box did he tick exactly? Because it, it, it didn't make sense to me at all. It's like, oh, I, I like Hugo. It's like, but he's nothing like what you just described. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. so, again, that, that says to me that that's game playing that. Yeah, big but, time. Um, big I mean, time. We, we can have a listen to the to the emails, uh, email voicemail shortly. I don't, you know. Again, I keep going back to to these various comedies and stuff, Chris. But uh, in between us, right? You know, after the infamous dancing scene where they all dance over to the girls, um, and and. After that, Simon's like, "Are we players?" <laughs> it's like it's like Hugo. And again, I know we get to strips torn off us, and we'll hear that later. But I, for me, it's the offbeat. I'm going to say comedy, but it's just not funny. It's the fucking Alan Partridge just getting it all wrong type comedy. It's like when he's walking past. Um, the new people, I, I should go back and talk about them, but and he's like, Oh, the terrifying trio. Yeah, <laughs> I like, know. It's just like, What are you fucking dick? 
<laughs> yeah, that is terrible. That is David Brent in it 101, Dave. Oh, it's fucking terrible. And and honestly, I'm just out. I'm not interested. I know people like Hugo, but I'm not interested in this fucking bollocks. He's going to get with his Georgie, or Georgia, sorry. He's going to talk himself out of the relationship. And, and to be fair, the chat they had by the pool sounds like she's done the same. She's not been in a relationship for five years. And she's like... Yeah, well, I'm sort of a bit awkward myself and that. And I'm like, well, used to it. They might actually have a chance because they both sound like they could talk each other out of that relationship. So I'm just out. I'm not interested. It's about the fucking seventh girl he's cracked on with. And he literally will be saying to the children in about a day, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling it. I think you should go and have a look with someone else. I don't get his what he wants, his standards, or I don't know what it is, whether he's shy and, and he, he gets a bit worried about he's been hurt in the past. I don't know. But as watch it on TV, it is literally curling my fucking toes when he talks. <laughs> it's it's the rewriting of history as well. You know, he's saying, oh, you know, maybe I am a bit of a player. You know, it's nice to see someone come in and, and make a play for me. It's like Hugo, literally the last girl that walked in, <laughs> made an absolute beeline for you. Your friends owned her, and then you booted her out of the fucking villa. Oh, it's fucking bro- <laughs> it's like, what? oh, no one ever looks at me. <laughs> what? What about thinking of Ian Sterling was on form tonight? He was on form. He it was. was the, bit, the bit where Hugo was sat talking to Kaz Teddy, and I think it might have been was it Aaron. There was, there was three of them on the day, on one of the day beds. Well, this is where me. this is where Kaz just magically flashes up, isn't it? Yeah, she wasn't there, was she? And then yeah. they were leaving. She's there on the she's suddenly like, there, like she's where, where you was know, like bewitched. She just appeared. She appeared as they were leaving, but when he said, "Don't get too comfortable, guys. He'll have you on a plane by Friday." Yeah. And then he was talking to George, and he went, "I'm going to have a word with the producers about extra leg room for your flight home." Because he is—he's becoming the fucking Grim Reaper of Love Island. Didn't he? Anyone he speaks to, all he cracks on with. They're fucking getting voted off. It's very clever. There tonight, I thought this was Ian Sterling's best couple of lines because he has been a bit off. I thought not his usual high standard, but this was funny tonight. Yeah, no, he was good. And, you know, funnily enough, so Ed raised something in the Discord that made me think. And he he was saying that, you know, the Love Island producers are, are, you know, really forcing these different tropes now. So when people are liking the likes of Hugo, they're actually thinking of like Dr. Alex. They're maybe thinking of Anton. You, You need this kind of lost puppy in the villa. You know, that's that's become like a Love Island trope. And I don't know. I mean, look, the public have voted for Hugo. I know there's there's a lot of love for him. Kem on the official podcast, you know, loves him for some reason. But um, yeah, I, I'm just not seeing it. And, and I, although I do, I do, Chris, get enjoyment out of his David Brent slash Alan Partridge lines, like the fucking shit line about the terrifying trio. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like Gareth, don't he? More than David Brent. Okay. And you know what, Dave? Look, fair play. If someone, I'd, I'd hate this if, if it with him, we've gone down this rabbit hole and he is just socially awkward, as in he, you know, he, he is unaware of that. But it just gets worse and worse. And, it, and if, if anything, if that is the case, the producers need to be put to task for putting this lad in that situation. I mean, I felt terrible for him, and I know you did, when they did that game and he was the only one who didn't get put in jail. 
And it was Chloe went for Toby. You're fucking yeah, laughing. Terrible. Chloe went for Toby. <laughs> no, but Sam was sat with me and she said, if that had been me, I'd have picked him just, just for the fact that of course. he's on his own because it was wrong. What I know, like in hindsight, like we're sat here now going, Oh, he's getting on my nerves. What's up with him? But that was bad. But everything else since then, I'm like, you're doing yourself no favors, Hugo, at all. And I know he's a fan favorite, Dave, but yeah, I wasn't uh I wasn't adhered to him tonight at all. I'm just out. I'm off that train. But Dave, I will say. Kaz looks like she's got a man. This Tyler is built like a brick shithouse. He's a fucking specimen. Absolute beefcake. A state agent, 26 years old, same age as her. Does feel slightly weird that Georgian and him have come in and gone straight for the two people who are looking or not in couples. Very clever. I, I think that's a little bit too cute because I did think Liberty had a bit of a thing from Dave because I looked at body language. And when you put your hand over your mouth, you're worried about what you're going to say. And she was getting a bit of a thing out of him. And I'm thinking, I think she likes him. And then I was actually waiting for Tyler to go, I actually like you, you know, just to give us that hooded cloth, like fucking spin 180 spin and be like, Oh my God, he's after Liberty. But he didn't, he went Kaz all the way. And I wasn't a hundred percent buying it. However, I'm here for that one. If they get us a couple, cause they look great together and there was some, they were having a great laugh. So I could be wrong there, but it just felt a little bit overproduced with him and Georgie. Well, I think the the Liberty thing was more, she, she's so close to Kaz, isn't she? And she's been longing for Kaz to find someone in there. I, I, I'm not sure it would be a great twist, wouldn't it? I mean, we've been waiting for four weeks now for Jake to stray a little bit. And if it turned out to be Liberty, <laughs> that would be a hey, great twist. Dave, but, come on, let me just, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but let's be honest. Jake gets one look at Abigail's feet. He was fucking definitely. We were talking he was, about he was semis early, wasn't he? No, we were talking about semis <laughs> early. I'm guaranteed nipped off for ten minutes if he's into feet because he was fucking absolutely dying to get his fucking gnashes around them, Dave. That was so bizarre. But then Liberty they didn't really show it, but Liberty got on the bed and sort of pushed him back. You know, yeah. to say, "Hey, he's mine," you know, way back. But yeah, he, he looked like he was interested. You know what was interesting, and the bit I enjoyed as well. Like Tyler came in when he came in with Georgia and Abigail. He looked like a man mounted, didn't he? And I think I'm thinking, are they just really short, or is he really tall, or is it a bit of both? And um, he came in saying he's six foot five. Liam's been telling everyone he's six six, and Tyler is definitely taller. taller and it looked yeah. to me like he had thinner shoes on as well. Liam looked to have uh, you know more of a soul in his shoes. And it's like, oh, yeah, you, you've been exaggerating a few inches here, have you? <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that, Dave. We've all done that. <laughs> but yeah, well, I right. think Tyler's definitely bigger. And, and he'd said in the press pack that he's got his eye on Kaz. And he also mentioned Faye as well. But I think it, from the chemistry and the discussion there, and given that Faye and, and Teddy are getting on quite well at the minute, I think Kaz might have finally got a man there. I think so. Well, I'll tell you who's got his girl, Liberty, saying that, you know, you put her shades on. She went, I love you, but you're giving me the ick. And then she was like, <gasps> and everyone went, <gasps> you look, and Jake's teasing her. Then he's going, you love me. But yeah, you get yeah. and, and, and Kaz was there like, oh. you know, no, you know what I mean? You know, so that's going to come that day. I'll tell you, all right. In fact, we haven't seen it. These two are going to be the first ones, I think. It's either them, maybe Liam and Millie. We're going to get that fucking shitty witch hunt round the villa when they say, Do you Oh, want to be you are romantic, boyfriend? you. 
yeah, do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be my girlfriend? You're going to get that fucking nonsense, aren't you? <laughs> it's going to come and it. We're going to get like, you know, someone stood there with a, a plaque, go over to the pool, go to the kitchen, take an egg out, crack it. There's a note inside. Fucking Jake stood there, his fucking best wham fucking T-shirt on. Like, would you like to be my girlfriend? <laughs> they Fuck brought in a, a guitar. So. <laughs> a guitar, yeah. Well, I guess it would be nice. <laughs> go, go get the guitar. <laughs> if I could touch somebody. Yeah, you're all like that. He's just gonna you got Hugo in. doing the backing vocals there. <laughs> free love on the free love, free love freeway. Love, freeway. Yeah. <laughs> love is fucking brilliant. So, yeah. <laughs> but do you think Jake will do it before Cass? Or more? No, no, I don't think so. I, th- yeah. I, I well, he might, he might do, but let's be honest. I will be old. I will be a Jake supporter after Casa Amor if he comes away unscathed. Dave, I'm fucking because if you remember, do you remember on the US one series two we had uh, Johnny and Selly who were mm-hmm. the, the best couple in there from the, the day dot. They were together. They were all over each other. There was no kicking off. They were just a lovely couple. He gets in Catarimor and straight away he's copping off and they survived and ended up together, but they're not together now. They split up, but he went in there and he was like, Jay, well, no, no, (laughs) but no, but for the, for the purpose of the show, we all bought into that relationship, didn't we? Because Johnny had been a bit dicey at the start, but then they were just completely supposedly in Love Island love, I suppose, not real love. And then he cheated straight away with that girl, didn't he? And then then she got booted out and he stayed with Sally and it all kicked off. So this is what I want to see from Jake. And I will take back what I've said, if that's the case then. Yeah. And what we need, Chris, in Casa Amor, we need a girl like that girl out at uh, Love Island season two, USA. Steady. Because Steady. she... <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. She absolutely... She was making a play to get back in the villa, wasn't she? She oh, just God. aggressively went after. I think there was a couple of them, wasn't there? There, there was yeah. Johnny, and then she ended up when when that was clearly not going to happen because he was putting up that kind of fake resistance, wasn't he? He's like, no, 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 we can't do this. Oh, can you come here and give me a snog kind of thing? And, <laughs> and, oh, it's a oh, it's a challenge. Oh, no. oh, it's a challenge. All bets are off. Then come here. Blah, 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 blah. You know, <laughs> he fucking proper went for it, didn't he? <laughs> You've seen that. You must have seen that video, that fucking meme that's out there of that fucking old bloke who it's a meme of this fucking bloke. It's a ridiculous one. And he's like, no, no, it's like a, a, you know what? They're not even should fucking say this now. It's a fucking porno, right? And it's a meme. And he's, he's an old bloke in his kitchen and he's, he's about 60. You don't see anything. It just stops at the point. But there's some fucking girl who's about 35, 40, cracking on with him. And he's like, no, don't touch me. I'm a virgin. And he's like, fuck off. But it's like a meme. You don't see it, but it just pulls off. It's ridiculous. Where where exactly did you see this, Chris? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I think it was was a friend, Dave. (laughs) He was called... And what's he called? Jim Horrocks? Yeah. Something like that. Steve. Steve. Steve <laughs> Horrocks. Steve. <laughs> no, but it's, it's like a proper famous scene. It always gets in, in like someone will message you or whatever. That's one of them stupid things. And, and there's actually a rap about it on YouTube, Dave. Someone's actually 
done it as like put a bit of drum and bass on it. And when he says like, no, no, don't touch me. I'm a virgin. Then he goes, and the old scratching comes in and everything. You're going to have to find it. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But that was like, Johnny was like, what are you like? No, 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 no. Cookies. Right, Chris, shall we? We've. I know we've discussed a bit about Hugo. But we've got a voicemail. We do love getting voicemails. Should we play that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's brilliant. Let's play it. Hi, Dave. It's uh, Joe Russell speaking. I just wanted to say hi because I've not um, spoken to you guys this series, but obviously loving the podcast. I'm currently listening to today's episode and I've had to stop the car to send you and Chris a, a message that is how riled I am with both of you. Um, firstly, though, before I get into that, um, I don't know if Teddy's going to go. I don't think Teddy will go tonight because I know he's in the bottom three. But I love Teddy, love him so much. And the reason that I think he's in the bottom three, which I don't know if you've discussed because I'm not at the end of your podcast yet, um, I think it's simply because he was last one in. He's one of the later ones to go in. And the other lads that are left are all, you know, fairly likeable, apart from Jake. But I get why he's still in. So fingers crossed for Teddy. Now, the reason that I want to take you to task, Chris, first of all, you are getting it. Chris, you, oh, I don't know why Toby and Kaz have had this um discussion i don't know why toby's apologizing it's late now kiss my ass he needed to apologize to her and yes i do believe he was forced into it by the producers and it probably is a week too late but it still needed to happen and if it if it was forced by the producers what a twat he was never going to apologize and he did need to apologize to kaz that is point number one Chris, consider yourself told off. Point number two, Dave, is to you. Oh, I don't know. I don't like Hugo. I don't know why he's in there. He's just friend islanding everyone. Let me spin Hugo on his head for you. Because here's my... I don't get Hugo particularly. And, you know, and I understand you going, I don't know why he's in there. But I respect him more for telling AJ it's a no-go. And I'll tell you why. He could really easily have pretended he liked AJ for a couple of weeks because she's all over him like a bloody rash and she doesn't even like him because she is pretending to like him to stay in the game. And he has got the balls to go, do you know what? I'm not going to pretend I like you for a couple of weeks. I'm just going to say, no, I'm sorry. Go, you go for it. Go for your life. And I think that has made me like him even more. Like he's really gone up in my estimation because he's not playing that. I'm going to pretend I like you and then I can stay until the final and get Instagram followers. He's not playing that game. He's playing guys, which clearly you two don't know anything about. He's playing with his heart. (laughs) Consider yourself told off both of you i love you speak soon well dave joe 
has been a guest co-host on this show. <laughs> and if she carries on sending us voicemails like that, she's never coming on again. No, no. Oh. Brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. She absolutely called us both out there and put us to task. And what Joe's so good at doing is telling us off, but then at the end, like, you know, making us feel better as well. So that's a fine art and skill to do that. So I, I don't take it in any other way than the way Joe said. I think it's brilliant. I think it's really good, really good. Thank you, Joe. I don't know if in a previous life Joe was a teacher, but honestly, Chris, when I hear yeah. that, it, yeah. it, that familiar boys, and, and yeah. when she said she's going to have to stop the car, I'm like, oh, fucking hell, I'm in trouble. We're in trouble. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking the same, thinking, oh, my God, what have we done here? You know, so, yeah. I agree, Dave. I did feel like I was in detention or it was the old homework when you've done fuck all on your homework and you get, see me, and you're like, oh, I'm in trouble. Eh? Yeah, or so, you so, thought you'd got away with something. Turns out you didn't and you've just yeah. been called on it. So, <laughs> But I, I want to say, I want to go back to Hugo for a second there because, I mean, just to make it clear where I'm baselined and where I'm coming from, I think this comes a lot from watching the likes of The Bachelor as well and some of these other dating shows that – it's so not not over well it is overproduced but all the contestants are not there to find love so i don't really believe that all these contestants are there for the pure reason to find someone i'm not buying that they've tried all the dating sites you know, Hugo's been out at the pubs. He's been out at the clubs Well, when they were open, <laughs> you know, yeah. and he just hasn't been able to find anyone. And the only option, Chris, the only way he is going to find true love is to go on the reality TV show called Love Island. I'm not buying it. They're doing this for the careers and they might kind of find someone there. And so... That, that is my baseline. Now, do I want him to play the game? Maybe get involved with someone who he isn't really that into. And then someone else walks in and he takes a shine to them. And then he, you know, he elopes with them and then breaks someone else's heart. And it causes all sorts of drama and arguments in the villa. Do I want that, Chris? Of course, I fucking want that. That's what I want from these the, these dancing monkeys that we have in the villa. Entertain me. <laughs> you know, so that's what I want, which is a horrible thing to say. But let's face it, you all want it. <laughs> you, you all want that. I don't want someone just coasting in there and just, you know, casually... Yeah, not really feeling it. In real life, yes, of course, I think he's done absolutely the right thing. He's not led anyone on, but it's not real life. It's just trash TV that we all hate to love. It is. No, it's true. It's true. And, and also, Dave, I will say, just slightly as we're ending the show, I want to give you a big round of applause, mate, because tonight you went on radio, BBC Radio Berkshire. I made my debut last week. You were on this week. The fact that we are Love Island specialists, Dave, is, is unbelievable. So but proud. You were brilliant. <laughs> no, you were good, mate. You were really good. And we're, we're going to put it on our Instagram story, guys. Dave was brilliant. Really good. We're talking to Michelle Jordan again about Love Island. Really, really good stuff. And I, we're doing alternate weeks. So I'm on next week. So I have to raise me game, Dave, because that was a proper radio. Uh, yeah, you're brilliant. No, it's really good. Really, I, really good. Chat. I'd love to say, Chris, that I was cool as a newt. I was like casually just rocked on there. Oh, but I tell you, it's stressful, isn't it? Because yeah. they don't, you don't get any notice. 
you've no idea what's coming. There's no heads up as like, this is what we're going to talk about. And um, I, I mean, Michelle is clearly a big fan of Faye. And, you know, we've sort of blown hot and cold on face. So I was trying to think, and I was trying to not swear as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's loads and loads of fun. I really appreciate, you know, them giving us that opportunity. But it is literally like two minutes before you go on. Right, Ian, check the levels. Right, away you go. <laughs> yep. like, whoa, hang on. So, uh, yeah, loads of fun, though. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And I don't know about you when I was on last week, but I, I mean, I know it sounds daft because we're like best mates, but it was like I was like a proud father listening to you, Dave. I'm like, oh, there's the, there's the boy, he's on it, he's doing the business. So, no, look, it's great, it's great for the podcast for us that someone actually recognizes what we do. It's all for fun, and we just talk. And, and Michelle said she loves talking to men about this, don't you? Because it's a completely different perspective. So that was interesting that we yeah, got done. you're a couple of weirdos. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You should be cracking over a beer and watching the footy. Two <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 40-year-old fucking guys talking about Love Island. Yeah, There's nothing weird about that. But anyway, Dave, <laughs> I want to thank our Patreons as always. So patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. Big thanks as always to all of them, Dave. We have a very long list of Roll Call of Honor. So we've got the wonderful Joel Russell, despite the voicemail, Dave. We've got Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Ed, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy Green, Haley, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you, guys. We really, really appreciate it. And, and we have seen a few chat on Facebook, Dave, on our uh, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. Get over there, guys, if you want to join and we'll approve you and get the chat going if you love these shows a lot of them saying you guys need to do this 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 and this show but this is for when you're full time so we need to get the patron <laughs> over. I'm thinking that's the dream but if we do make it Dave I, I dread to think how many people would be on the patreon I don't know whether we'd have to have a separate show to thank everyone <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a rod from my own back here either so what I do appreciate and we both appreciate Every single person who supports us, whether you're on Patreon or not, social media, Twitter, Facebook, everything. Thank you, guys. Instagram, we love it. It is incredibly humbling. And, and some of our patrons haven't headed over to our Discord yet. So if you head into Patreon, and the link is in there so you can join us for the live watch along. And uh, yeah, it's always loads of fun, kind of, because we're throwing out various barbs just as the show is going on. So lots of fun there. Yeah, if you want to get over there, it's on there, guys. So thank you. And also, just normal social media, if you want to follow us at CD Reality Cast, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. So, Mr. Horrocks, another one in the bag, and I will see you tomorrow, my friend. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>